This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results, Darren Ahern, and Presidential Bank Mortgages, Terry Kernan. Hey, folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, and I also have with me on this beautiful Saturday the man that has all the money over in that vault at Presidential Bank Mortgage, Mr. Terry Kernan. Hey, buddy, how are we doing? Great. How are you? We are getting into April, aren't we? This is our 249th program on here on WFMD doing your Frederick Real Estate Update. And uh, we got a lot of stuff packed in and in store. But we're going to do something fun, Terry. We talked about it. We're going to give away a $50 gift card. I said it on my Facebook Live earlier, and we're on there now, that everybody has to call in to win the $50 gift card. It's 301-694-9363. Again, it's 301-694-9363. You get to call in in the next 28 minutes. Here is the trivia question, Terry. Drum roll. Here it comes. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Whoever can call in and tell us, this is a fun one, what percentage between 0 and 10%, so we're going to give a little hint, okay. 0 and 10%, how much is a buyer willing to pay that we're seeing them do to win in a multiple offer situation? How much over? Over the asking price. The asking price. Yeah, between, so it's in obviously a, Based one, on a percentage. Yeah, based on a percentage, not okay. a dollar amount. And it's between 0 and 10%. So you have a 10, you know, that whoever calls in can get that correct. And it's an exact number. That's the average we've been tracking. Okay. And that's uh, what it takes to pretty much get the winning bid for the most part. All right. So I've been tracking this quite a while, and I know that number. And um, so we'll see who's lucky out there. Hint, hint. So who can get that right? 301-694-9363. Terry, let's talk about inventory real quick. Total actives, 260 total. Total. We still can't break 300 hardly. Yep, that's 260. That's new construction, everything. Resale, 144. So that's a little up. Yeah, we've been as low as 79. That was the, are you serious? Somebody build a house for me. So Make it's almost one. doubled. We yeah, can, doubled from the numbers. low, but 144, so low, low, low. This is the kicker. Six days average on market of those um, 144 resale homes. Because as you know, we take out the brand new builds because that skews the data. So that's down. That was mm -hmm. at about 11, 10. It's down a little bit. Welcome to spring market. Average medium price is up. It's at 479.9. So it's up. 479.9. Okay. That is the median average homes on the market. Resale, 144. Then the average price is $480,000. Congratulations. New construction, 116. So we've been hovering around 150, 140. We're down. And that's been staying about that number. And the median, oh, this is the average of those 116. You ready? 644,000. Remember when we broke 600 as the average and I was like, are you kidding me? An average brand new build construction is 644,000. So coming soon, 69, which that is really low. We wanted to stay above 100. We did break 100 only for two days. And now we're back down to 70 okay. or so coming soon. So thoughts on any of that data right there? I... It, it, it. It's got to start changing at some point with what's going on with the rates. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But to see the coming soon uh, shrink to me is the most um, telltale sign because what I'm seeing is is I think that that number should be going up because, you know, logically when people see the rates go up, they're like, okay, I better get my house on the market. I better get things going. I better, you know. If I'm going to sell, I better sell now. Yeah. And, and that's what I thought. 
So when when you said sixty nine was that number, I thought it was going to be over a hundred. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely come down. So, all right, pending under contract, new homes three hundred eighty five are under contract right now. Resale four oh five is uh, those numbers. Six average days in the market, the resales and um, sold in the past thirty days four hundred and three. Okay, a little bit lower than we've seen by far because there's just not enough gadgets and houses out there to get under contract as a whole within the speed of the market. We call it velocity of the market. And those 403 is average time five days on market. And then, oh, year to date, Terry, uh, to 1,215. So our volume is up a little bit. Average of those 1,215 year to date solds is, uh, which is about 100, 100 and some days here now, six and 424 average price. The loan to value ratio thing is 101.7 is the uh, loan-to-value ratio. So that's still staying high. We're a little lower now. We're at 100.1 or 101.1. So that's a little higher than we were just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And that is because the lower inventory stirred back up again with less to choose from a little bit within buyers being trepidous about, you know, not losing out on some bids and things like that. So, again, you need to call in 301-694-9363. We're going to give you away a $50 gift card today to a place you guys want to be have for your sanity out there in the world that we live in today. How's that? It's the percentage. What percentage are buyers willing to go above asking price to win the bid? It's between 0 and 10%. So you got to call in and you can get that in uh, the gift card Terry and I will give to you. So, all right. So, mortgage updates. Let's roll right on into right. it. What's happening? Let's go. We, go. Uh, we got a lot to cover. Uh, first of all, a big shout out to a couple of friends of mine, Pat Luce. Pat? Um and Chris Cusick, they were both inducted into the Georgetown Prep Hall of Fame last night. Nice. And I went to the dinner, and uh, Chris actually runs our secondary department. And uh, it was just a fantastic event. Um, and the reason I did not see uh, Chairman Powell there, he is a Georgetown grad, Georgetown Prep grad. I did not see him because I was going to pick his ear about what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but I did not see him there. He might have been there. There was about 300 people there. Uh, but a big shout-out to those guys. Uh, it was a great event. Uh, great evening. Um, but let's get into what's going on, Darren. Um, oh, also, Sherry Casanova, above stage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, great job, Sherry. You're listening. Thank you so much. And all you guys, last week's program, you can download it or go back to WFMD.com in the drop down. And our program last week about all the awesome stuff with staging she shared and her information's on there as well. So AboveStaging.com and all that. And so she's good. Yes. So she did an awesome job, yep. and she was very comfortable to work with. She's obviously... Uh, very comfortable with the mic, and she, Sherry, did an awesome job. I'm afraid she's going to take my place. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I better stop going to Florida and veil and skiing and doing this and that. I better start being on the home front. All right, let's get into um, it. What's so, happening? What's happening? So, basically, we started to see rates uh, settle down a little bit, and then all of a sudden, do you know who James Bulliard is? I'm blank. Nope. I, I'm blank, too. Yeah, I didn't know that? this until James. Till James. So James gets in front of a crowd at the University of Missouri. Mm-hmm. And James' title, his job, is he's the president of the Federal Reserve in St. Louis. Okay. Okay. He's one of seven voters. And what does James say? James says, if I had my wish, hmm. I would raise the cost of money by 3% by the end of the year. Now, the cost of money was at like 0.25%, and the Fed raised it 0.25%. So now the cost of money is at 0.5%. Okay. So James is saying, I want, if I had my you know wishes, we'd raise it 3%, be aggressive by the end of the year. 
that's going to put the cost of money at 3.5% to banks. So banks have their margin of approximately 3%. So that means prime rate by the end of the year, if if his wish comes true, and he's one of seven voters on whether they raise rates or not. Um, so basically, we could be at prime rate at 6.5%. We're going to stick that genie guy back in the bottle. So when do you think the last time that this happened? Oh, when do you six think and a half percent? My guess, if six I remember, six and a half percent right? prime rate. Oh wow, this was probably fifteen, twenty years ago. Two thousand and eight. Anything ah. ring? Any, anything? Any bells go off when I say two thousand and eight? Yeah, high rates? we cringe at two thousand and eight. So what we're basically looking at is we're trying to control this inflation, no. and if we can't get the inflation under control, so I do not disagree with James. But what I don't want to see the feds do is do a ready, shoot, aim yep. mentality like they did in 2018. In 2018, they raised, 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 raised. Think about what they're going to do in order to raise it 3%. So if they all agree on that or only four of them need to agree, right? Yeah. Four out of seven. If four of the people, presidents agree, then they're going to have to raise these rates at a, at a half-point clips. So they'll raise it a half a point, wait two months, raise it a half a point, wait a couple months, and raise it a half a point, and then that's going to put our rates very high. Where do I think the our interest rates are going to shake out, if that's the case? So in 2008, interest rates were at 5.75% right. when the cost of money was at 3.5%. So there's always about a 2% variance there. Okay. Okay? So that's kind of where I think that the rates are going to shake out. Cost of money right now is at a half a percent. Our interest rates, Darren, are at 5%. Yeah. So that gap is huge right now. The investors, they've pushed the rates up. So basically what we're taking a look at is the hikes, the rate hikes have to follow, okay? And when they do follow, our rates shouldn't go up. I can't imagine they're going to go up to 6%, but I said that they weren't going to go above 4 in the first half of the year, so proved me wrong, proved a lot of people wrong. So that's kind of the big news that's going on. And the big thing that's coming out this week is the Consumer Price Index, which is the CPI. That comes out Tuesday, the PPI, Producer Price Index, Wednesday. And that's really going to tell us where our inflation, if we're getting a handle on this, this um, uh, <laughs> well, uh, transitory. Transitory. Yeah, that transitory. was the big word a year ago, and I kept saying, this is not transitory. So let's think about it. CPI is supposed to come out on Tuesday and is supposed to be an, an increase of 1.1%, and the PPI is supposed to come out on Wednesday, and that's going to be a, an increase of 0.9%. If those numbers hold true, then it's going to push our inflation, our rolling inflation, over 8% in the last 12 months, okay? And that's an extremely high we haven't seen that since the early 80s okay so we're going to be looking at inflation over eight percent let's say they the numbers come in half of what they are that will be a huge sign that things are starting to slow down and that will help our rates but do don't count on it i think we're going to see that the ppi and the cpi are going to show that continued inflation we got to get a uh, got to get our hands around it we got to choke it. We and the only way that we can do that is raising the rates. So I think uh, Mr. Bulliard, 
may get his wish, mm. uh, but we'll wow. see. We'll monitor that. There you go. All right, the big hot topic besides the interest rates where they're at now, we had talked, Terry, a little bit. We're, we're dealing with clients we're working with now with lending and all that, with getting the rate locks, the extensions, the costs involved and all that. I had somebody ask me, they're like, Darren, how much do I have to pay to get back to 3% right now? And I'm like, you need to talk to Terry. I'm not on that side. I don't know the, I, you know, the, all that. So, you know, how does that work? What are you dealing with with buyers right now with this whole interest rate lock thing? Because this is a really big one. So the rate locks. So if you locked in in January and early February, you probably locked in at three and a quarter percent. I have somebody that's currently settling on monday they're locked in at three and a quarter the builder took an extra 60 days they were supposed to settle 60 days ago so we had to extend that lock for 60 days okay got another new construction that i'm working with you same scenario we've had to extend it 30 days so that so as you get close to your lock date where it's going to expire you got to really work with your lender and make sure that they're on top of it because if it expires all bets are off. You go to market, and basically you go from three and a quarter to five and an eighth, okay? That does not sit well with 99.99% of <laughs> all people, right. okay, if your rate gets um, – if your rate expires. So you have to, and you have the ability to extend that lock. So what we do at Presidential is we can extend it for 30 days at a time, and then we reevaluate what we need. It's not just new construction, okay? I've got one that's uh, the borrowers are buying from a couple that's in bankruptcy, so the bankruptcy court's involved. That's causing a 60-day delay. What does it cost to extend your rate? It costs, for every 30 days, it costs a half a point. Okay. So a 60-day lock extension is going to cost one point. So on a $500,000 loan to go 60 days, that's a $5,000 out of your pocket. Is that a lot of money? That is a lot of money. Okay? But if you put it into perspective, I'm paying an extra $5,000 to hold my lock so I can get 3 and a quarter percent interest rate. Shoot rather than five and an eighth interest rate. Okay. And what's the difference in interest as a ballpark from three and a quarter to five and an eighth? How much per month? Like how much more would your payment be? That's got to be three, four, five hundred dollars a month or more. So I'm going to give you a couple of numbers. Okay. And basically we're going to look at 30-year fixed rates. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Most people get the 30-year fixed rate. So this is kind of the thing. So if we're looking at three and a quarter percent and you have a $400,000 loan because the average... Sales price, you yeah. said it's four eighty, and let's yeah. say twenty percent down. So, so I ran numbers at four hundred k. This is the loan amount, four hundred thousand dollars, three and a quarter percent. The principal and interest, forget taxes and insurance, that's going to be the same no matter what. Principal and interest is one thousand seven hundred and forty dollars. Okay, okay. If their rate expires and goes back to market, five and a quarter percent is going to be $2,208. So you're basically looking at about three, four, uh, basically almost $500. (laughs) Okay? So if I have to pay $5,000 or $4,000 to extend my lock, it's worth it because that $470 a month 
that's going to be paid for in 10 months. I was going to say less than one year. If you're going to live in that house, keep that loan for one year, you will then be pocketing, essentially saving $470 per month at that point. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So do it. So, so extend your loan. You know, when the panic sets in, basically, you got to sit there and you got to realize that, that you do have the ability to extend. Now, there are some companies out there that does not have the ability to extend it and keep extending and keep extending. That's what I was going to so, ask you. I guarantee there's 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 people out there listening, whether it's new construction or not. Does every lender do the same thing with this rate lock stuff? Most of them have the same ability, uh, but a lot of them have limits on how many times they can extend it. 60 days is probably the max that you want to toy with. Um, and, 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 you know, 60 days is probably the max. After that, investors are going to say, wait a minute, you know, the market's at five and a quarter, you're at three and a quarter, you know, it, at some point, they're going to make you go to market, okay? So 60 days is pretty much the, the number that you want to take a look at. Okay. Wow, that's good Does stuff. Does that help? Yeah. There you go. That's why, guys, call Terry into the program. You're going to have his information on it. So phone line's still open, 301-694-9363. If you want to get in on the $50 gift card we're giving away, it's what percentage between 0 and 10% above the asking price are buyers willing to pay to get the prize. So $50 gift card we're going to give out for that. If anybody wants it, it's free stuff, good stuff. Life on the streets. Here we go, Terry. Wayne Six, the big appraiser who's on his way to retiring and all that, was at Dutch's daughter this last week. We were there with well over 100 realtors in the whole area to see him and to hear his thoughts on the market and what he predicts and all that and we're experiencing and to um, hear what he has to say. And it was very lively. It was very colorful. And I've heard Wayne speak over the years. And Wayne is uh, he's a good friend. And a, a, a great professional and a great guy, and um, he's retiring. So this was his last uh, address to the to the realtors, and it was very colorful. And um, yep. he went out on his own terms. And uh, yep. Wayne, thanks for everything you've done. Yeah, uh, you've been uh, here forty two years, and I've been working with you for the last thirty six. And he's been on the program here. I don't know. We've had him on at least three or four times and has been really lively and good to give updates as well. So yeah. he's helped me with so many properties. We play the prices right. And I thank Wayne for picking up his phone in his truck whenever he's driving. A lot of times he's working and I'll call him up and I'll say, Wayne, here's the address. And I'll go, yeah, yeah, I know about that. I know that. Place. And then I'll say, okay, I think the first number is a five. It's the next two numbers I'm struggling with. And I'll give him the data. And he's always been really gracious to get back and, and say, hey, you got to pay attention to this or look at this or consider this and da, da, da. So, and he's helped a lot of our clients with resales by, you know, mm-hmm. pre-sale appraisals before they put the home on the market. And Kenny McLean's awesome job. He's been on here last time he was on. He's, we talked real briefly at Dutch's daughter there at the thing this week, uh, and he said, yeah, maybe in June or so. And this, So this summer, we're going to have him back on, and we're going to cover that stuff like that. So, But here's where we're finding out life in the streets, and um, this is what he had shared. Um, oh, last year, okay, last year, 2021, from January till the end of April, Terry, the appreciation of home values in Frederick County would go up 7.5%. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's smoking. That was last year. Yeah, last year, 7.5% at this time. And then after July, it goes down a little bit, and we landed at about 14% as a whole within the county. And uh, that's what 2021 looked like. And so far this year, from January till this point in time, it's 4.5%. And if we stay on the same trend that we're on right now, by July and all the way till December, that appreciation amount each month will slow down just a little bit. And the prediction is... 
We should land at about 8% or so with gains within the county at the end of December. And a lot of that is going to depend on how much higher these interest rates go. Yes. Now, 8% is on the trend of what we can tell. Now, sellers or people will say, sellers will say, hey, that's not enough. It was 14%. 8%, that's all. Terry, that's double the average still. So we're still looking at a good year. We're still looking at an awesome but year. if rates go to 6%, or six and a half, that number is going to go down sharply. It is not going to be 8%. It's going to be more like five or even less, depending on what price points. And so that was some good numbers he gave us uh, that I, I think was really good to pay attention to and to be able to, um, you know, to share here. So a lot of people are asking, Terry, what would cause the rates to go to 6% or plus a stock market crash, gas going to $7 a gallon? That would be inflationary pressure getting more out of control than it is now which we don't foresee that, uh, food going up 20% and a plus and all that stuff. And we're not going to probably see that. So there's no need for doom and gloom. Thoughts on that? Thoughts on that is uh, the stock market crash would actually, people would, in theory, put money into the bond market and the bonds would come down, okay? Yeah, right. Or the rates would come down. So a stock market crash would have an adverse uh, effect on that. But let's take a look at what's going to cause rates to go up. Okay. Hold on, Siri's talking to me. Siri's wanting to get on Siri's, this conversation. Siri's trying to, Siri's like, Siri's trying to get minute. the gift card. Well, yeah. Siri's trying to get there the gift card. There you go. Card. Tell us what number there. So, so basically, rates are going up because of one thing, I believe, and that is the, uh, or two things, basically the inflation and then the war and the uncertainty in Russia and Ukraine. That war has lasted longer than most people, especially the Russians, have believed it would. I think Russia thought that it was going to be like a blitzkrieg and in and out in a couple of days, but uh, that is far from the truth. So that uncertainty is causing it. Also, this inflation numbers where they it just keeps going up. The 12-month average keeps rolling up, which we need it to go in the opposite direction until inflation goes in the opposite direction on that rolling 12 month we're going to still see pressure on rates to go up bottom line and if they do go up to six percent just remember they are going to come back down okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't go wild with trying to buy the rate down and we'll talk about that at another time maybe the next show we can talk about buying down a rate and what it takes and the differences and and the break-evens but basically uh we're going to Keep seeing pressure on the rates. Yeah. All right. Here's what I'm dealing with. I got a property. I got a buyer that's looking at this house, Terry, that they got their eye on. But the seller needs to find a home of choice. And they want to have that all the way until July 15th. Wow. Let me say that again. They would like the buyers who offer on the house to give them all the way until July 15th to find a home of their choice. Do you see a problem with that? For a lot of buyers, I think that they're so frustrated right now that I think that they are willing to do that. I think that, that you know, if, if they've offered four or five contracts and they've lost all, they'll be like, sure, just tell me what I need to do to get this house. So, yeah. What do you think? Oh, I, uh, that's two and a half to three months. That's, well, normally we give about 30 to 45 days to find a home of choice, okay? Okay. What this does, if a lot of sellers start to do this, this will start to undo the gridlock. We call it little by little mm -hmm. because it's given a chance either, either A, home of choice, or B, a rent back. Like, we'll settle when you're ready and your loan's done, but yet we want to rent back, okay, until July 15th, which still buys time in a sense 
for the seller to do what they need to find and do for what their life wants to do, right? Okay. All right. So um, I think the sell and rent back is a lot better in, in for the for the buyer. Yes. Okay. I no truly doubt. believe that because they own this, the house. So. Right. Yeah, they own it. It's a guarantee thing coming. There you go. Um, obviously, 60 days is the max we can do on a rent back but with the lending guidelines, right? And yes. so, therefore, um, we keep all these things in mind. But it's more advantageous for the seller to settle when the buyer is ready and just do a rent back. It's it's just by far because the chances of them paying, like getting, you know, free rent back is pretty great and all that kind of stuff like that. This is a tougher position for the seller to be able to say to a buyer, we want until because here's why. It's not a guarantee that they're going to find a place by the 15th of July. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, the buyer could have their hands tied up waiting for the seller to do what they're going to do and miss out on maybe other opportunities unless in the contract we put a clause in there that says the buyer has a right to terminate the contract if any time by doing so they do not have a right to wait till the end of that contingency period for the seller to find a home of their choice. Okay. I would never lock a buyer into that. That would not be a smart move in that Good regard. Call. Unless call. the se- Unless the buyer says, I'm all in, this is the house we want, we're going to take that risk. At the end of that time frame, what can happen? Well, they can give them more time, which huh, that would not be that would that would be a little tougher to do after two or three months. Um, or, you know, declare the contract null and void and the buyer has to start over again and so is the seller and all. So those are what I'm dealing with. Other things is this, um, Terry, I had a listing this week. What's so what is the knowledge and the attitude about the current market conditions that these sellers are having right now? So I was on a good appointment this week. Number one is they understand that there's less buyer affordability and slightly the, the in the slightly less demand. Higher interest rates they know about, it's freaking them out. They're scared they get the market on the post, thinking things are gonna crash that no. The big thing they didn't know about was the fact that we had Kenny here before, we had known about 16 to 18% appraisal issues we were having. Remember? Mm-hmm. When Wayne Six this uh, on this week said it's up to 30%, three out of 10 homes, this is what I've been saying. It's like three out of 10 homes were having valuation issues. And that, that right there caused our sellers to say, yep, we absolutely do not want to overprice this. We understand what's going on. Thank you for the data. We get it, and we're good. So last thoughts, we got 20 seconds. No, basically, uh, and the 30% is basically an appraisal can come in $5,000 short. I mean, we had one that was oh, we've had them. 685 sales price. It came in at 680 So, <laughs> So it's not really a huge problem. But, but the, it's a trend that we're seeing that's going to continue. Yeah, so that's the kind of stuff we are seeing uh, as far as there. So, all right, folks, have a great, great weekend. Terry and I are here to serve you as always. We appreciate you. Tell your friends about our your Frederick Real Estate Update program, and we'll see you next week. Now, take care and have a good weekend. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 
or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244, 301-639-9244. Or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.